right. Welcome back, everybody. Hi. We have a very <laughs> special guest today. Yes, my friend Nicole. Um, hi. Do, hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you. Um, so to start, I guess we can just talk about everybody's day and then we'll do a little introduction for Nicole. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, I hear Nicole, Astro. Yeah, do you hear him in the background? Yeah, he's like, I don't I know what he's part of the podcast. Yeah, I don't know what he's crying about over here. Um, but Nicole, how was your day? It's been going good. It's been it started super early because I'm currently out in LA. So I have, Oh like, what you are? Yeah, oh, I've been out here awesome. since January. Oh, oh cool. How nice. That's lovely. Yeah, I, I, mean, so realize. I think it's been raining here all day. Yeah, yeah, it's been <laughs> rainy, very rainy. <laughs> Yeah, I got a real bad sunburn yesterday, so. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Lots of lotion. Yep. Well, that's awesome. I didn't know that you were out in LA. That's very cool. You're doing work there? Um, I'm just out here for a while. I'm actually coming home um, next month. Um, okay. So I'm trying to, like, split my time between. But it was nice, nice to get away from Toronto and, like, be out here. Definitely. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Awesome. Well, Grace, how was your day? My day was good. Honestly, I was just like a couch potato today. It's been raining all day. I've been inside all day. Me and Rosie just watched movies and hung out and read books and, you know, all the good stuff. That's a fun day. That's a fun day. How was your day, Lauren? It was good. I had a class this morning that I actually slept through. (laughs) And then, yeah, 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 yeah. But then I had a meeting. and I had to do like a little mini photo shoot and now I'm, I'm home and I just made dinner, but that was my day. I'm just doing homework now. Nice. Nothing yeah. special. Um, anyway, so we wanted to do a little introduction for our special guest, Nicole. So tell us about yourself. Who are you? What do you do? Where are you from? <laughs> <laughs> hi, hi, hi. Um, I am Nicole. I am a cycle sinking nutritionist. Um, so pretty much... I help women overcome the havoc caused by their cycles and turn it into a propeller for success um, by balancing hormones, uh, predicting their cycles, and optimizing um, just their overall life by um, by cycle syncing their nutrition and lifestyle. That's yeah. amazing. Um, I'm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been really exciting. Um, I'm originally from Toronto, uh, but of course out in LA right now. And oh, <coughs> and cracking voices. Um, uh, yeah, so it's been it's been super cool to go into that space. I never really expected myself to go down the cycle syncing route necessarily, but um, I got really into nutrition. Um, started doing schooling for that, and then you know had my own journey with getting off of birth control and seeing how my uh, like hormones affected my body and then dove into all the information going out there and like was just shocked at the lack of information that I actually knew about how my body worked um and then talking to women constantly and you know everyone's like wait there's four cycle or there's four phases to your cycle like what it's not just a week (laughs) I'm like no no and you can support your body through each of those phases to really like you know, help banish PMS symptoms, have easier periods and like so much more that I think that just not only women should know, but like men as well to support their, you know, female counterparts and, you know, live the best life we can. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I, well, 
Um, I know that we met through Drew and we were mm -hmm. both like talking about nutrition and I was, <laughs> I was sort of in nutrition at the time. Um, I ended up switching to another oh, program, you? but yes, I switched to marketing, business marketing instead. I still want to go through like the nutrition and fitness pathway, but just in a mm -hmm. different way. Um, but yeah, that's how, that's how we met. That's how I found out who Nicole was. And I remember you started posting about single, uh, single cycle syncing. <laughs> and I was like, this is actually so insane. Like I actually took notes on what you wrote or, um, cause you had like, I think it was a week long, um, yeah. little series that you did and you explained something mm -hmm. new every single day. And I was like, wow, this is actually insane that I didn't know all of these things. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, that's awesome. And another question I have for you is, I guess you sort of talked about what got you into like cycle syncing, but what got you into nutrition and being a nutritionist? Um, that, I feel like that was just like innately who I am. Um, I never thought I could make a career out of it when I was young. Um, I've always like been a cook. I've always been in the kitchen. Um, and going like into university, I was going to go into culinary school, but at the same time I was like dealing with a lot of body issues and was obsessed with like, find, like figuring out what the caloric content and nutritional content was of everything that I ate. Um, so it kind of started off a little bit obsessive, um, which at this point I'm really grateful for because it's given me such like an in-depth view of like what nutrition was and like got me started really young. Um, but yeah. it wasn't until like I lived in Vietnam for a year after university. <clears throat> I graduated from uh, professional communications at Ryerson. Um, nice. And then moved to Vietnam for a year. And when I was there, my friend owned a juice bar that I like helped him like start working at um, and was selling some nutritional food products. And that was the first time I was like, oh, can I like do this as a as a career? Um, yeah. And then I figured that I needed to, you know, get some more formal education if I was going to go into the nutrition product space. And then as I did that, I just like started diving head first into everything nutrition. Um, and then, uh, yeah, started working as nutrition and culinary director of a startup, which was really cool, um, but oh, didn't really cool. align with exactly how I wanted to go about things. Um, yeah. and then, yeah, I'd started my like personal practice and have since been like cycle syncing and really deep into nutrition. Awesome. Very That's cool. so cool. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I feel like a lot of females especially can relate to like that very obsessive phase in their life where mm -hmm. they're – and I think even a lot of females are still going through that because it's definitely like it doesn't just happen a, l a little bit at a time. Everybody has their different phases of, you know, mm -hmm. obsessing over the nutrients, obsessing over the calories and um, the energy in and out and they don't realize what actually is behind all of that. They just see these mm -hmm. labels on like Instagram, social media of like – lose weight and lose fat and lose this, but it doesn't actually really go into depth about like what we're actually trying to accomplish. It's kind of just like, okay, you want to look this way, do this and doesn't go into detail. Yeah. So I feel like it's very cool that you um, went down that path and like how you started. And then um, mm -hmm. the, the cycle syncing is just, I, I, I'm going to ask you more questions about that because I, <laughs> I want you to go into a little bit more depth. <laughs> Of course, of course. I just feel like for women or for everybody, there's so much information out there 
And everything yeah. is like, do this exactly and it will give you this exact result, which yeah. for a lot of people like works really well. But like everyone has, you know, different hormones. Um, I mean, we'll get into it, but like with women with PCOS, that like something like intermittent fasting won't work so well for someone with PCOS because it messes with your hormones. Um, yeah. And it's just like so much information to try to decipher. And <clears throat> when you're trying to do that on your own, and have the rest of your life going on, it's, I feel like it can be really overwhelming for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I'm thankful because like, I have a really close connection with food because I like, I like cooking and all of that. So it just like worked well for me and I was really interested in it. But I see for a lot of people how overwhelming all of that information can be. And like, if I can be someone to try to like sift through that information a little bit, um, it makes me happy. Yeah, to be totally. able to be that person to help others so that they're, they're not feeling overwhelmed about all the information that they need to know at mm-hmm. all times, you know, you can yeah. be there. <laughs> well, especially the- in this like world of like quick diet, like quick information yeah. all the time. Like I feel like every day you could have a new diet thrown at you and be like, yep, that's the one that's going to work for me, but you don't ever mm-hmm. give it a chance to try or figure it out or whatever. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. A hundred percent. I mean, I'm sure we've all like tried all of the diets. Like I tried <laughs> all of the diets before I like really went into the formal education of nutrition and really decided to like go into the studies and to like find out information by myself and like figure out how the human body actually works. Yeah. And I think that that's something that's really overlooked with nutrition. It's like, do this because I say you're like, you're supposed to do it rather yeah. than like, this is how your body's working. So yeah. how about you support your body through this? Um, and also because like nutrition and your nutritional needs change throughout your life. And like, yeah, we'll get into it with cycle syncing, but like even throughout the month, how significant um, changes would be needed to like support your body. Um, so it gets really like overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. So you said that there is four phases of your cycle. Um, did you want to kind of explain that a little bit? Kind of go over that a bit. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so your cycle starts on the first day of your bleed, and that's the menstrual phase. Um, and that's where all of your hormones are kind of like at their lowest level. Um, and your body's working really hard to like release the uterine lining and like all of that. So then after the menstrual phase that lasts between like five and seven days, if your period lasts more than eight days, that's not normal. And you should really um, talk to someone, talk to a professional about it. Because yeah. um, the standard cycle should last pretty much between three and six, seven days. Um, and then you go into your follicular phase, which is when your hormones start rising so pretty much what happens is in your ovaries, one, like a bunch of little follicles that contain eggs um, start producing. Uh, so there's follicle stimulating hormone um, and that makes the follicles uh, stimulate. It's <laughs> a descriptive yep. name. Um, <laughs> and pretty much like the strongest one will continue to grow and that follicle that contains the egg will produce estrogen. Um, And that will rise up until about ovulation. Um, And that's like kind of the peak event of your cycle is ovulation that happens in and around like day 14. Um, And then after that is when the egg actually gets, so ovulation is when the egg gets released. 
And then um, once the egg is released, that follicle that once was producing estrogen now starts producing progesterone. So your progesterone starts to rise. Um, your estrogen dips a little bit, but is still pretty high. Um, and then going into your luteal phase, uh, which is like the end of your period or end of your cycle <clears throat> is again, when things start to dip off. Um, and that's when you're going to be feeling like those PMS symptoms, um, prostaglandins are being released from your endometrium, which causes, um, the cramping and, you know, some bowel issues, uh, loose stool, et cetera, et cetera. But those are kind of the four phases. Nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like I didn't know any of that until I actually like was trying to get pregnant and then it was like, "Oh, I actually need to learn about how this works and what's going on." And then I became so aware of like that my mood actually is something that matters. Mm-hmm. It's not just happening because I'm getting a period. It's like there's things going on in my body right now and I should mm-hmm. be aware totally. of that. And it's like you can support that. So if you know yeah. that your serotonin is going to be dipping in your luteal phase, um, you can incorporate things that will like, A, help you curb those cravings um, because low serotonin makes you crave like those carbs and those really um, like simple carbohydrates. Um, and you can boost your mood with like tryptophan. So like mood boosting amino acids and things like that. So you can predict where you're going to be in your cycle so that you can support it preemptively and like mitigate a lot of those negative symptoms. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy because I remember for the longest time, we actually, funny enough, our last podcast that we did, um, we do like short little tidbits at the end of each month. And last week's was about periods and just like things that we do to kind of, you know, get through, yeah, to cope with the periods (laughs) and, you know, get through those PMSs and all that stuff. Um, But for, yeah, for the longest time, I would, it would always like kind of surprise me when my time of the month came around because I knew exactly what was going on, but before it actually happened, like before I would get my period, I'd be so, so moody and just emotional and upset. And I would be like, what is wrong with me? And then every single time I'd get my period, I'm like, oh, right. Okay. And it's like, instead of, you know, being proactive and um, like writing down, okay, this is when you are going to start getting moody. It just Mm -hmm. always ends up just surprising me every month when I start crying my eyes out for no reason. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You feel like your world's ending. And then you also feel like kind of an asshole because you're like, you project it onto people around you. Cause I know I was exactly the same. It was like, yeah, every month I would cry like without a doubt. Um, and it's like, if you're able to be aware of it, and try to mitigate it or just like prepare the people around you for it as well it it won't like make you lose confidence as much and I think that a lot of women like feel bad when they feel bad like they feel guilty about feeling bad and like that just brings on more shame and then it's like it's this negative spiral um Mm -hmm. that with cycle syncing is really cool to to really boost confidence as well and like confidence in who you are and like your femininity as well yeah, yeah. We were, we were talking about that, how um, a lot of the time, like right before my period, or like we both were saying this, like we get really, like we have like um, 
what's it called? Just like more negative thoughts about ourselves. Yeah. Like poor, right before. Like body image, poor yeah. thoughts 100%. on like if you're trying to complete any task, you're just like, it's impossible. I can't do it. It's actually – I when we recorded that episode, I was like – that was my first day of my period and now I'm on – the day of my period where it's like, oh, I feel great about myself. Like the <laughs> yeah. world is changing. I can move. I can groove. Uh-huh. Yeah. And and <laughs> it took me a long time to like figure that out about myself. But once I mm-hmm. did, it's like, you can do it. You can get through this. You can get through this. You can get through mm-hmm. this. And it's actually really cool when you leverage your cycle with um, mm-hmm. like your career and your relationships. So what I do with, with cycle syncing, I teach my clients how to also like leverage their cycle to really optimize and be efficient during each phase for like different ways. So like, for example, during ovulation, you're at this like peak that you're excited and like you're glowing and you're clear minded. So it's a great time to socialize or get done business meetings or like be creative. Mm -hmm. Um, But like in your menstrual phase, it's so much of a better time to really like go introspectively, be um, reflective on your previous cycle and like plan for your next one. So that like, it breaks, I feel like a lot of people and women especially, like they'll just keep going mm-hmm. and like it'll be this like line of just like keep going, keep going, keep going. And I think that like when you're able to tailor your life to a time frame and like be cyclical, you're able mm-hmm. to like cut off those things that like aren't working for you a lot mm-hmm. quicker yeah. than if you just like go straight. Totally. And I think I learned recently that a male cycle is like a day and that's how like the world has been formed is around a Mm -hmm. day's cycle as opposed to a woman's. And so like saying with work, it's like actually think about that because I know that there's been like there's always those two weeks or at least a week where I just feel like I can't do anything anymore. But then for those other two weeks, I'm like, on top of the world, fire, yes. like burning, like doing as much as I yeah. possibly can. And I feel fantastic. And then you're so hard on yourself when you're down. Totally. But it's like, no, this is just my body. This is what I need to be doing, listening to it and like preparing myself for the next phase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. Um. <laughs> Sorry. I was... <laughs> I like was half listening to Astro behind me and then half like going to read the next question. So then I just blanked. Anyways, my next thing that I was going to say to you, um, it's kind of, I guess, with soul syncing and with being a coach in general, what is your favorite and least favorite part of kind of being a coach, being in nutrition um, and interacting with people? Yeah. What's about the highs these and types the lows? Of yeah. It's funny because they're kind of the same thing um, or like the remedy (laughs) of the opposite. So like my least favorite thing is, is feeling like an imposter and like being like, who am I to like have people listen to me or to like be the one spreading this message or like no one cares or whatever it is. And, And that was really strong, obviously more so when I first started like really putting it out there. Um, cause especially like, I mean, I used my personal Instagram when I started, like, my business Instagram. I just, like, shifted it over and, like, 60% of my followers were male. And I'm, like, I'm I'm dipping. I'm dipping. But it was really cool. It was so cool to have people, once I, like, put it out there, to have people come to me and are, like, oh, my gosh, I never knew that. That's so interesting. Thank you for sharing. And, like, to have guys coming at me that are, like, 
this has nothing to do with me, but honestly, thank you. Cause this is super interesting. And I'm like, I'm sharing it with my female friends and like all these things. So my favorite part, obviously a hundred percent is the wins that my clients share with me. And, yeah. you know, especially when I'm feeling like, Oh, I'm not doing anything well. And they're like, Nicole, I've never felt this good. Like I didn't know that I could feel this good. I literally expected myself to continue on the way that I was going and like, if anything, continue to get worse. Um, but like you've made it. So now I like feel safe in my body. I'm like confident in myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I know what I should be eating, when I should be eating it and why I should be eating it. So like, thank you. Um, so it's really, really cool when I see, when I get those like little texts and like, I have a client that's like, my nails have never looked this good in my life. That's such a weird side effect, but I'm so happy about it, you know, because we don't really realize like everything that it really like how much nutrition really affects us. Um, And so it's those like little wins that people share with me that are like, you actually have helped me. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Yay. (laughs) Yeah, you're like, that feels so good to hear, especially, yeah, Yeah. like you said, especially when you feel like nothing's really going how you expected or like you don't feel like you're making that much of an impact and then you get those people Mm -hmm. texting you and just kind of like that subtle reassurance that, you know what, actually what I am doing and what I am putting out there is helping people. And even if it was just one person every so often, that's still a win on your side and like being able to help even just that one person is like so rewarding. Oh, yeah, totally. been really cool. Yeah. I mean, it's so like, I'm so like, I, even people I don't know, I just take so much pride in like people who go out there and do something that um, is sharing a personal part of them with the world. Mm-hmm. Like imposter syndrome is so real. And I think we all feel it daily mm-hmm. with everything. Like there's yeah. so many things in our life where it's like, <laughs> I'm worried to speak up about this or whatever. Um, but yeah, I think it's so badass to just get out there and do something for yourself, for you, like that has nothing that is not controlled by a man. It has nothing to do with the work society that is out there, like corporate America, right? It's just like Mm -hmm. you're doing this for the women and to empower people. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so cool. Um, yeah, I think that's so cool. And this is something that like, I've never even heard of before. Like, kind of takes the pressure off of what you assume going to like a nutritionist would be like it's like oh I'm I'm benefiting more than just my healthy habits it's my whole life that I'm fixing that I'm empowering that I'm supporting yeah I I love that aspect of it too because I feel like as women um, I mean I can only speak from myself and like my own experiences and the experiences that others have shared with me but like it's so the statistic is women will have an average of 451 menstrual cycles in their life spanning 38.5 years. And wow. how many women it's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> long time. A <laughs> <laughs> um, and so many of us, it's a part of us that is, we will carry for 38 and a half years or whatever it is that a lot of people dread. Yeah. Or feel shame around or don't want to talk about um, or like it it hurts their their self-confidence and their self-esteem because of the way that they're 
you know, their PMS type gets them bloated or, you know, and it impacts every single aspect of our lives from our relationship to our careers, to our own personal, like feelings about ourselves. Right. Yeah. So to have that every single month from the time you're 15 until you're in your forties and to have that part of us like be dreaded is so Mm -hmm. like now that I'm in cycle syncing and I know that women don't have to suffer through that. I'm like shocked at the fact that like I would have just spent the rest of my life dreading my cycle and like dr- yeah. like feeling shame around such a big part of my life. Yeah. Um so it's really cool to like kind of open just like plant that seed for other women as well to mm-hmm. bring more positive attention to their cycle and like figure out a way to use it for like to build positive aspects of their life rather than it taking away from their life um, has been like a really cool experience with like cycle syncing specifically, but like nutrition also um, just like helping people get educated about how their body works and like what their body needs and um, building a good relationship with, you know, the food that they're consuming. And I think that that's like building a good, like a healthy relationship around food is something that's like, overused but it is so essential Um, yeah it's the core of how you survive like you have to have food and um it that's something like I'm have a daughter who's only one but like I'm so specific in the language that we use around her and Mm -hmm. food and how my husband and I talk about our bodies in front of her or how we choose to eat food or speak about food. And like, I just want to make sure that she has this powerful relationship with it and that she feels she owns who she is. Um, because I feel like we it's come amazing. from a generation and generations before us where it's all diet culture and negativity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And labels, lots and lots of labels. I just want to remove so those. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And there's this like statistic, um, it's like, so with gene expression and hereditary diseases, it's like, we do have these genes within our bodies, um, that can or cannot cause these hereditary diseases like cancer, diabetes, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but only like 5% are like actually going to be activated and the 95% are activated based on, um, you know, your, your diet, your lifestyle, the toxins around you. So these hereditary diseases that we're all like, no, these are like, I'm going to get it or it's degenerative or whatever it is. It's actually because like our, like our parents, our grandparents, et cetera, like we often eat the same way as them. Um, So these genes will be expressed in the same ways because we're eating the same things. And like, we're going through the motions, the exact same. So like, for you to do that for your daughter and like to break that cycle is, is so admirable because it's, it's so necessary and like it brings me hope for the future. Yes. I like, and I, um, I just preach this message to everyone I know. I'm like, I, and I think a lot of people aren't aware of their relationship with food. Like they haven't come yeah. to understand that totally. they might have a negative relationship. And so it's so just easy peasy to, say whatever you say or whatever. And I think I noticed that the more time I'm spending with 
family or extended family and how they talk around my daughter and it's like whoa okay like this is not how we're talking no we mm. love everything like yeah so it, it's hard but like I yeah I hope that everyone can just be more aware of that moving forwards but yeah it's pretty crazy diet culture is insane yeah even my yeah even my whole perspective of food changed especially going into nutrition for the couple of years that I was in it like going into it I was very much just obsessed with the calories in, calories out kind of thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, carbs are bad and um, don't eat this, don't eat that. And uh, going into it and actually sort of learning more about it changed the way I looked at it. And now, um, especially after I did go – I went to a naturopath to figure out all of the reasons why, like, you know, my stomach is upset after I eat, like, oatmeal, which mm-hmm. is usually something that you would think is good for you. But for my specific body, I couldn't – I didn't have the specific um, enzymes or um, things to break down that oatmeal in my digestive system. So it, it didn't react well with me. So just learning mm-hmm. things like that and just being able to actually figure out what works with my body and not going off and looking at what everybody else is doing and being like, yeah. okay, well, why isn't mm-hmm. it working for me? Um, I, yeah, I just think it's so important to um, – look at your relationship with food specifically because, you know, not everything that everybody else is doing is going to work for you. And, you know, everybody reacts to things differently. And I think that a lot of the time that's like overlooked because people are like, oh, well, this person's doing it. So I should be able to do this. And then, you know, it's going to be fine. Yeah. So I'll look the same as them after. Like, I'll feel the same. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like a couple points to that because a lot of the nutrition research um, has been done around men as well. Um, And like with, I think it's with the intermittent fasting, most of the research was done around men and postmenopausal women who don't have the cyclical hormones going on. Um, So although that will work for a lot of people, it's not going to work for a huge amount of, of women specifically or other people and also just like with the different ailments that each of us may have whether that be like food sensitivities Mm -hmm. or like celiac or pcos or whatever it is is all things that are going to affect how our bodies digest food um the food and the nutrients that we actually need how much of it we need as we age we you know need less calories don't take that. It's like later on. We later need on. Calories. When you're old, you're old and you're not older, when we're our age. 70. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Or like the way that our bodies are actually absorbing the nutrients have such a yeah. big effect on it. So like if you yeah. have dysbiosis, which is like um, imbalance with your microbiome or the good bacteria in your gut that like really helps us to break down food and to, to create those, um, a lot of nutrients like the B vitamins and, um, you know, changing your like tryptophan into serotonin and stuff like that is all done in your gut. So if you have poor gut health due to antibiotics, due to stress, due to so many other things, we need to replenish that. We need to heal those things so that we can really absorb the food, um, which again is very individual for different people. So, um, saying that, like, how does your, so if someone was to hit you up and be like, I want to cycle sync, like, how does that process begin? Like, where, how do you find out this information about your clients? Um, so I use what's called symptom analysis. 
Um, okay. So what I do is I send my clients like a bunch of um, a bunch of forms to fill out. They're pretty extensive, but they list off pretty much like every symptom that you can have. Um, yeah. And based on those symptoms, I can kind of see like where there might be imbalances within each of the the systems, the endocrine system, the digestive system, et cetera, um, as well as like if there's any nutrient deficiencies um, or just like avenues to, to put more focus toward. Um, and then if there's like big discrepancies and I'm kind of like uneasy about it, I'll ask them to go to their doctors and do a series of tests. Um, but usually the symptom analysis gives you a really good view of it. Um, and then going from there, it's a lot about um, tracking your cycle, obviously. So I always do this thing that I ask my clients every morning to like pretty much just stand there and shake it out and scan their body. So from head to toe, um, scan your body and ask yourself, like, is there anything that's feeling kind of off right now? Um, is there any like pain or discomfort anywhere? Is there any, um, do I feel foggy? Is my memory good? Um, and all of these like different questions to ask yourself so that I think we often don't realize that a lot of our symptoms are patterns. Um, and if we're able to like write down those patterns and be like, Oh, last month at exactly this time, I felt the exact same way. Hmm. Maybe we should like put focus toward that, you know? Um, so it's that. And then obviously I, a huge part of my practice is education um, because I think like, you know, why, why are you going to do something if I don't, if you don't understand why you're doing it? Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's really important for me, for my clients to really understand um, why they're doing what they're doing and how it's impacting them and giving them a clear view of like how their body works and like the different um, phases of your cycle. And obviously I give them a bunch of information. Um, I have, a whole bunch of booklets that I give um, that, you know, talk about the different phases, how that impacts them, uh, what hormones are are prominent during that time and like how you can support them as mm-hmm. well as, you know, fitness guidelines, cycle syncing your fitness, cycle syncing your professional life and relationships as well. So just a lot of information. Yeah. Um, but it's really cool because I figured that like, if you do it now and you learn all of these things now, even if it's just the basics of these things, yeah. then you can continue your life and like build upon that. But if you're going to yeah. wait and it's, I feel like a lot of us have this like delayer mentality of like, Oh, when I have this or like, once I make more money, I'll invest or once I'll do this, I'll, I'll do it or like invest my time. And it's like, what's the cost of an action? Like yeah. you're, yeah. you're just pushing off, Um, your success, you're pushing off feeling healthier. And like, once you take control over your hormones, once you take control over your lifestyle and how you're actually navigating the life, like the implications are so much more far reaching than just all look good. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Especially with that knowledge element. Like I feel like knowledge truly is power. And when you do have an understanding of what you're doing, it really fuels you to continue doing it. And like, it means if you wake up one day and you have a bad day, it's okay. Like it's part of your body. Like you're just going to continue doing it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It takes off so much of the pressure for yourself to like always be okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And it also like teaches you how to get back up faster. Yeah. Because I don't think any of us like – 
I mean, I do this for a living and still there's some times that I'm just like, I don't want to do anything right now. And like, you know, I don't treat myself the way that I should be treating myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But with the knowledge that I have, those like periods get so much fewer and further between and like shrink down to like one or two days rather than what it used to be of like, it could be two months that I'm like going and spiraling down this like hole. Yeah. But now because I have the knowledge of how to get myself out, out of that and like why I might be in there, I let myself see it and I'm so much more self-aware of it. And I can like pull myself out faster. Right. And I think that that's such a powerful tool for us um, that a lot of us have to wait until like way further on, um, you know, to, to gain those tools once it's like a little bit too far out or like too much has been done. And it's not like preemptively just like, you know, putting these tools in your, in your arsenal. Uh Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Cause it it is important to kind of get on top of it before it, I don't want to say takes control of your life, but almost takes control of your life because, I mean, there are some people who um, go through like those really, really lows and then those really, really highs. And when they're at those low points, they really don't know how to get out of it and they don't see the end. So being able to kind of learn um, from like a specialist like yourself to be able to have all those tools to be able to get yourself out, like you said, it it's shortens the time and there's more happiness and more positivity in between those like lower times that you have which is awesome yeah exactly and having someone there like I when I started doing my personal practice so got away from the nutrition and culinary director of the startup and like started my own practice that was such a big aspect of it because I didn't want to just be like here do a juice cleanse or here this is going to be good for you and here's a yeah. meal plan that I have no idea what you're going through and here you go. Um yeah. but to really be in like pretty much consistent contact with my clients to like be there. I mean I have them texting me all the time just being like so can I do this or like where can I find this or uh, what does this mean? And like, they're asking me questions for like their friends or family as well. And like to have someone there to like keep you accountable and yeah. to guide you through it in the way that you need to be guided through it, not in the way that someone else tells you how to be guided through it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not just like, I'm telling you to do this, so do it. It's yeah. like, yeah. how can we make this work as best as possible so that you're going to get as much out of it and you're going to learn as much as you possibly can without it being overwhelming, without it being um, like too time consuming? Like, how is it going to fit into your life? Because yeah. if it doesn't fit into your life, you're not going to stick to it. And I think that's exactly. really important when you're going through like the journey of specifically nutrition and like health and wellness. It's really important that you're doing it on your terms and like feel comfortable going through it. Don't feel like you're being judged. Don't feel like you're being like pushed to do something you don't want to, but have someone there to like actually support you and keep you accountable is really important. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people need that extra support system there for them, especially when they're not really sure, they don't really know what to do. And just to be able to kind of can like for the longevity of it, having somebody there really like kind of hammering it down, like this is what you need to know for yourself, for your body. It'll like Mm -hmm. keep them in check for longer and like make it more of a lifestyle rather than like, like you said, giving somebody just a nutrition plan and being like, here you go. Not sure like what you're actually going to do with it, but have fun. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. 
Well, also, it's so easy to fill your mind with self-doubt, but when you have someone there mm-hmm. cheering you on, like, it's a game changer. It really is. Totally. A hundred percent. That's awesome. Well, um, what was I going to say? I don't remember what the last thing I was going to say, but um, <laughs> what I was going to say was um, thank you very much for sharing all of that. It's yeah. uh, like I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to like come on and give us some of your knowledge and be able to share w- with others and the people that listen to our podcast like um, some of what you do and hopefully be able to help a few more people along the way. Yeah, I'm so excited for our listeners to hear like I'm truly amped about everything that we just learned about. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> my whole life is changing right now. I'm so interested. <laughs> Thanks for giving me the platform. It's been a really good conversation. Yeah. Where can people um, reach out to you? Um, I guess the best and easiest way is on Instagram uh, at Nicole.Bendayan. That's (laughs) B-E-N-D-A-Y-A-N. I was going to say spell it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, that's probably the easiest way to get a hold of me. Also on Facebook, all of my kind of tags are Nicole.Bendayan. Um, and then my website is NicoleBendayan.com. Um, but yeah, if anyone feel free to shoot me a message, just say, Hey, um, I love just answering questions. I love talking to people. Even if it's like a 15 minute call, I do like free 15 minute calls. If anyone has any questions, um, I'm currently, I currently have a couple programs running. Um, so I do one-on-one, um, really personal, um, programs and those are three or six months. And then I also have an eight week program, uh, that's a little bit more like a course, but feel free to reach out to me and I can send you some options if you're interested in working. Awesome. Awesome. That's so cool. Thank you very much. Um, so I guess we do our roses and thorns. Yes, roses, thorns, and buds. Grace, do you want to start so she has, like, a better idea of what – I'll start. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) My rose for the day um, was that it finally, like, rained, rained. So the pollen has been washed away. I've had the most Mm. horrible allergies the past couple weeks. And honestly, today was, like, a big difference. So that's great. My Mm -hmm. thorn was that – I mean, I guess this is, like – my bud as well, or my rose as well. But my thorn is also that it was raining all day because I I didn't get to do anything fun. <laughs> but but I'm happy. I've been I've been I've been asking for the rain. Um, and my bud is that I hope we have a sunny weekend because I want to get outside and just like enjoy the sunshine. Uh, basically, my whole mood is based around the sunshine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like me. Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, my. Rose of the day. I'm trying to think. I guess um, I don't. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't even mind that it was raining today. But um, my bigger rose was just like doing this meeting because I have a lot of like exciting things launching soon. Um, so I had a meeting about that today, so which was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then my thorn was that I slept through my class because I hate sleeping through classes. (laughs) Um, And then my bud is sort of for the things that are launching, but also I'm going to a cottage in two weekends and I feel like I haven't Mm. like 
you know, been to a cottage and sat on oh, the dock be so and fun. put my toes in the water. Well, actually, yeah, we're going camping by beside the cottage because the cottage is being renovated. Um, <laughs> so we're actually going to like set up a tent. <laughs> well, and, that'll like, be even more food. fun. You got to yeah. have s'mores. Yes, go over the campfire. So I'm really excited yeah. for that. Yeah, that'll That's be nice. Awesome. Hopefully the bugs aren't bad. Yeah, I hope so. Mm-hmm. Um, so my rose is this conversation, of course. Yeah, this has been uh, definitely the highlight of my day. Um, I love I love talking with women about this and like being able mm-hmm. to share. Um, so it's been really cool to like for you guys to give me that platform. Um, and I really appreciate you. And of course, my thorn would be this sunburn that I got oh even though I'm like <laughs> I like fell you always forget how painful the they are yeah oh you fell yeah, asleep was... did you have sunscreen yeah. on at all no no yeah, but it was it like was, I went to oh, the no? beach it was super early no on my face I did yeah um but like when I got to the beach it was kind of cold and I wasn't gonna tan I was just like gonna run into the water and like that was it so I went to go dry off and I just like passed out and I have no idea how long I passed out for but when I got oh, home no. I was like that's not good um, oh. so that. <laughs> um but that's okay yeah and then my bud is yeah, I'm excited. I have a lot of things in the works and a lot mm-hmm. of things going. Um, so it's really, it's really exciting just to like go through the motions and like look have some things to look forward to and like putting things together for people and like just getting excited about you know the impact and and you know pretty, bringing everything to fruition. So yeah, totally. so awesome. Exciting. That's super exciting. Um, awesome. Well, thank you again for coming on. We really enjoyed this conversation. And I guess for the listeners, we will see you back next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye, everybody. You're welcome. Oh, well, in five years' time, we could be walking around a zoo with the sun shining down over me and you. And there'll be love in the bodies of the elephants, too. Hands over your eyes, but you'll peek through.